welcome to Fierce Woman Rising, the podcast that ignites your inner fire and introduces you to women who shattered norms, rewritten rules, and embraced financial independence. I'm Claire, accountant, business mentor, coach, and your guide on this transformational journey. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful interviews with women who have embraced a life of purpose and taken control of their destinies. Learn from their stories, empower yourself, and if you feel called, join us in rewriting your own story. Financial independence, joy, and abundance are not just a dream. It is your birthright. Let's rise together with fire and become the next fierce woman rising. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast. We took a bit of a pause last week, um, but I am back this week and super excited to have another very inspiring conversation. This week, I am chatting to the beautiful Brittany. Now, Brittany is a homeschooling mama of three who is traveling Australia full time in her van with her hubby. She is an affiliate marketer and she is just a passionate, passionate woman about the lifestyle that she is leading. And I just cannot wait for you to hear her story from where they have come from to where they are now and what the plans for the future are. So Brittany, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I just uh, I just love coming and chatting all of the things. Love it. Love it. Love it. So obviously, let's start off with a bit of your story. Like share with us, like where, where, where did things start for you? Like, because it, we don't often wake up and as, you know, teenagers are going, you know what, I'm going to be an affiliate marketer. So what <laughs> was your journey? Where did you start? How did you, how did you come into this industry? Oh, thanks. Yeah, I totally love this question. And, you know, every time somebody asks me this question, I get to tell the story, which again, actually lands for me how totally far out um, my journey into this space has been. And I get to sort of be grateful for it again, every single time. Um, So I guess for me, I was, you know, your typical uh, modern day raised by a feminist girl I thought you know I can do anything I can, I'm a rock star you know I was really driven from when I left school and backpacking around Europe by myself and started my own business a horse training business like pretty early on and and I met my husband and we started working on cattle stations together we traveled around Canada you know and we were like this is what we want to do for our life You know, we want to be working together. We want to be, you know, horseback every day. We want to be moving cows. You know, think Yellowstone. That was basically my life, Yellowstone. (laughs) And I was like, this, I'm I'm living the dream. And my husband and I, we had a super connected relationship. We love working together. And it was super great. And then throw kids into the mix. Mm -hmm. And um, I sort of, I had my first child and, after a pretty traumatic birth and um, kind of a traumatic postpartum and we kind of moved to a new station, I got landed in this sort of space of motherhood that I really actually wasn't prepared for. I was like, hang on, I'm a cowgirl. I'm not, I'm not a mum. And I kind of found myself, I, I joke, I found myself like crying into my kitchen sink looking out the window seeing my husband ride away on his horse over the um green rolling hills and here was me left in the kitchen behind like hang on 
wait, this was my dream. This isn't how it's meant to be. <laughs> this is not how it's meant to be. How come you get to go and have all the fun and like all this resentment built up? And I started resenting the fact that, you know, he was going to work and I wasn't doing anything and he was getting to live my dream and I was like left behind in the kitchen or whatever. And I, it was really unhealthy, you know, this, um, this cycle. And then he would get home and I'd be like, mm, how was your day? Like, mm, had a great day. You know, it was just really, it was just a, such an ick, um, really a bad energy to sort of um, start my motherhood and his fatherhood journey off. in. Mm. So I kind of, I, I did a lot of healing around what a mother looked like and what kind of mother I wanted to be and all of that gets to look different for everybody. But for me, it was kind of softening and really actually finding purpose and joy within the role that yeah. I had rather than trying to outsource my joy and outsource my worth to outside sources from other people, which I guess um, I had been guilty of thinking, oh, my worth is only because that person or that boss thinks that I'm good at what I do or yeah, yada, yada, yada. Exactly. So there was so much um, wrapped up in me, I guess, becoming a mother and divorcing myself from that role of maybe being a bit of a people pleaser, a bit of a workaholic. It was all sort of tied in with that identity that I had lost, uh, kind of being forced into by having a baby. So here I was, I had two children now. So I had, an, I had a second baby and we were managing a really, really massive cattle station out in on the edge of the desert. So if you guys can think of remote, that's where we lived. I'm talking like get your groceries on the mail run, which came twice a week. Wow. And they would actually, you would actually call up the um, supermarket and they would box up your groceries for you and they would put them on the back of the mail truck and they would, the mail truck would get delivered out to you. Like that's how remote I lived because it was too far to go to the grocery store. So get the milk. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate, and you would hate it if they accidentally uh, put the milk in the wrong type of box. So if they put it in a cardboard box, by the time it got to you, the milk was hot. Yogurt, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a whole lifestyle that it, it was very all-consuming. And, you know, I was really, um, I was really capable as a mum by then and I was helping my husband run this station and I'd kind of found my role, you know, I'd found motherhood and um I was balancing the whole cowgirl lifestyle with motherhood and it, it was going okay except for the fact that you know my husband had just taken a that really senior management role so he was really um involved in his job and I pretty much never saw him mm-hmm. and I guess it, the balance started to tip where his workload was extreme and I had to take on more workload of like the domestic and the family and everything like that. And I, that, that old resentment feeling started to creep up within yeah. me. And I, I know that that feeling isn't, um, it's not, it's, it, everyone's familiar with it in different, times and different seasons of their life that sort of resentment and 
and and meeting that that feeling of where you're at like what is this trying to tell me what's out of kilter in my life what's what's coming up for me and in what that moment up- right then like I'm curious like in that moment right there like when we're in those trenches you don't often well we kind of do now but at the time you probably weren't actually asking those questions were you You're probably like deep in yeah. the thick of it or <sighs> yeah I guess I fl- I fluctuated between and I'd been there before I'd been yeah. in that place before and I'd kind of been like I know what I need I need um to sort of I'm feeling lost I'm feeling um you know unseen unheard unappreciated I'm just feeling like like I'm out of balance out of kilter here and I and I started searching I started thinking I need something for myself yeah and finally the first thing that came up was this um was a a, actually a horse competition and it sounds so crazy now that I talk about it but it was basically uh it, it was it was like a magic makeover so it was so you can imagine a, it was a racehorse makeover. So the competition went for three months. And at, in the beginning, you um, sourced a racehorse straight off the track. And it was basically like a retraining, rehoming of, of a racehorse competition. So you got a racehorse straight off the track and you had 90 days to transform this racehorse okay. into a, ra- a ranch horse. So the competition was called Race to Ranch. And at the end of the competition, you took that horse to this big national competition and you competed against all the other people that had also entered the competition with their racehorses. And I think I, at that time, because, you know, that was something that I felt like would give me, I don't know, kudos or maybe some recognition or just to be seen and heard. I thought, yeah, this is what I, I'm going to enter this really massive national competition. So um, I entered this competition and I thought, I'm going to do this. You know, this is everything up my alley. I am, I'm capable. And this is going to give me, I guess, the purpose and the drive and the, um, maybe the recognition or something that I, I was craving at the time. So my husband was really supportive and um, all was going well. I was competing against quite a few uh, other professional horsemen. I'm not a professional horseman at all. And the, the definite imposter syndrome just came up, Mm -hmm. fully came up to rear its ugly head. Like you're just a mum from the bush. Like what are you even doing? Even putting yourself out there in this, space in this realm you you don't belong there you don't know what you're doing you're not good enough just all of this started welling up and it's it's I guess it's very personal some of the things that were coming up but also very universal Mm -hmm. a lot of the themes that were coming up you know um you've lost traction because you've had kids you're not as fit as the other women you know um you're you're not as skinny as the other women um you you don't have as much time to dedicate you're you're an old old hat and you just need to hang up your boots kind of thing these were the things that and themes that were coming up for me isn't and, it funny how when you put yourself out there and you do something a little bit outside of the norm it all this stuff starts to really yeah. head yep 100 <laughs> percent. and I thought 
I can't back out now because I've entered. I've and to be honest, I reckon if I could have backed out, I would have. That's that's how I was in the that grips of that. Mm. Yeah, and I reached out to a friend of mine who was a life coach, and I said, "Hey, I've seen that you're posting stuff online about mindset and." everything like this, do you think that you'd be able to help me and coach me through like my mindset through this competition and just get me to the end because I'm really struggling with my mindset around success and worthiness. And and she she has said, yeah, I, I will, although I'm kind of not really taking on any new clients at the moment because I'm um, getting started in a different kind of business. I'm taking my business in a different direction, but I'll definitely be happy to take you on. And I thought, all right, thanks, great. I don't actually care what you're doing, but I just really care that I focus on me. Just help me. Yes, <laughs> literally. So, so she she took me on, and and it was really really great. And she really um, helped me kind of see a lot of what was going on for me was just story around my my life and had come up from my childhood and everything like that so that was really great I started putting in some some really great work and it was kind of flowing through my competition but also through my family and my kids and it was really great anyway part of the part of the journey of uh this competition was also sharing every week every day basically Mm-hmm. Uh, other other companies' products that were sort of sponsoring me along this um, this road. So you know, a company might send me a shirt, and I'd have to like wear their shirt in a picture and like tag them. Or Got a company yeah. might send might send me some horse feed, and I'd have to tag them. They might send me a saddle blanket, and I'd have to tag them and stuff like that. So I was doing a lot on social media, sort of um, around sponsorship and everything like that. No one gave me any money because it'd been great if they gave me money, but. <laughs> no, no one actually gave me money. Dang. They gave me lots of products <laughs> that I that I could use along my journey, and uh, yeah, that was really wonderful. And so I just sort of got uh, a little bit um, of knowledge around how to use social media because I was having to do that every day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the day came that I left for the competition. Now, for me to drive to the competition, I had to leave the kids at home with my husband because my husband couldn't leave the cattle station. So that was a whole big deal, you know, my two boys. And by then I was pregnant with uh, my third and I left them and I drove the 12 and a half hours from the station to where the competition was being held. And so that was a huge deal. You know, a lot of guilt came up. You're just doing this for yourself. You're leaving your your kids behind with your husband who's managing, you know, know, all this kind of stuff that I guess maybe guys don't ever think about. Uh, But, of course, women, as women, we do. We take on all of the mental load of of our our own stuff and then our family stuff and bloody, bloody blah. So I arrive at the competition and... Again, I'm a, I'm surrounded by all these really great women that are just so amazing. And I think, what am I even doing here? <laughs> oh, well, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to have fun because I, you only live yeah. once and you, you, only, you only get this kind of experience once in a lifetime. And lo and behold, I actually won the damn thing. No way. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. It was it was a life-changing um experience for me to just 
to just have realized that it's just like 90% mental this mm. whole this whole situation and my mindset by the time I got there was just so great I was just so present and I was just so in the moment and I actually had a ball whereas I can definitely say that pretty much none of the other women maybe except for one or two actually enjoyed themselves because the pressure was just so stressed and in there yeah 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 exactly but I was just having a ball and when they called me out that I'd won I was like you gotta be kidding like were you serious this is the booby prize you're calling now yeah I know literally that's what I thought (laughs) yeah 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 it was just so um it's such a life-changing moment for me to be like oh you did it against kind of all these odds you seriously did it however the outcome of it was not what you would think so I remember I got in my car I have this big winner's sash and this big winner's garland you know it's hanging from my rear vision mirror I'm just like yay you did it you you're at the pinnacle you know you you made it that whole feeling of kind of making it (laughs) I've got you know all these free products on my back seat that that companies have given me to sort of showcase at this competition and I get in my car to drive home and I don't have enough money in my bank account to put fuel in my car to drive the 12 and a half hours home and so I had to call my husband and be like hey can you transfer some money like into my access account so that we can so I can um, afford to drive home and it was such a bombshell moment for me because I'm like Okay, so you supposedly made it, quote unquote made it. You reached the pinnacle of like for whatever the heck you thought you were wanting to do. And what have you got to show for it? You've worked really hard showcasing all these other companies' products. You haven't, you've actually gone backwards in time, energy, and money. You've used so much of your family's money to go to this competition. And what have you got to show for it? You've got like a $5 ribbon hanging from your revision mirror and you're broke. Like, like what the heck? Wow. And it was such... Coming back to earth with a bump? Oh, it seriously was. I thought, I can't keep going like this. I cannot, I cannot go down this road. You know, I had all these offers of all these things after the competition and I thought, hang on, I've just done so much work for so many other people. And I'm, I've won this thing, but it's actually depleted me. Yeah. It has depleted my resources. It's depleted my family, you know, everything like that. I drove home and I sat on my kitchen floor and I thought, what, why did you do that? What, what were you looking for that you thought that this was the answer to Hmm. was it accolades no it wasn't accolades because I got the accolades and I still felt crap yeah was it the you know was it the purpose yeah the journey was really life-changing for me but it felt out of kilter because I still did all this work and I felt like I was broke at the end of it so like what what we the thing that I thought that I I needed and the thing that I thought that I I was reaching for was this kind of false 
um, goal. Oh, yeah. You know, and the mirage, you yeah. like, see it in the distance and then you get there and it's like it's not actually there. It's not real. It's not a thing. Yeah. You feel, feel shit. And yeah. Exactly. And actually, I wasn't any better off. I was actually probably broker than what I was when I started. I was more tired. I was more burnt out. Um, you know, the other companies were probably like happy that I'd done a job, but then. I didn't hear from them at the end because my contract with them had kind of finished and everything like that. And my husband was kind of in the same boat. You know, he was um, had been juggling the kids while I'd been away and things like that. And he was, you know, running this massive station and he'd supposedly also reached the pinnacle of his career. You know, he was in a in a massive management role that, and he couldn't get any bigger than that in agriculture. And he was also like super burnt out. He was just really missing his kids and it was me really missing like the love of the job and the lifestyle and everything and I was like I don't know what it is but this ain't it this ain't it and I was devastated and I remember I had one last call with my uh, life coach and I shared all of this with her I was just like I feel like great from my from a mindset point of view because I feel like this has given me so much like the journey has been so great but I also feel like I've almost taken advantage of myself not being taken advantage of but I, I've almost taken advantage of myself I didn't I didn't honor my needs and like completely it feels like really off the balance of the energy exchange felt really off and uh, she was like, heck, I know exactly what you mean. This is why I've stopped taking on coaching clients because I've been in the same boat. And um, she said, I I wanted to share this business model with you. You know, I've started changing from just trading time for money and um, trying to scramble to get clients and everything like that to um, going into affiliate marketing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd seen you posting about it. And to be honest... Uh, I'd, I've heard about stuff like this and I just, I just don't know. And she was like, look, Brittany, I get it because I was really like you. But she said, I really encourage you to have a look. And I thought, yeah, just give me a little bit of time, okay? I, this is a lot. Anyway, I started thinking about it and then I really took stock of my life and I thought, okay, great, Brittany. If, but if you don't do this, what's your plan? Yeah. If not, what is your plan? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're not going to do this. You've got, you've built up like a pretty good social media following. So you understand how social media works. People really enjoyed your journey and you really enjoyed sharing your journey with those people. Um, And like you kind of, you've kind of put this legwork in. You, you deserve to be recompensed for this. You deserve, you actually deserve to not drive away from the from the competition broke for nothing yeah yeah exactly you kind of deserve this so I took a few days and then I called her up and I said look I don't even know what it is you're doing but I'm in like (laughs) love it I trust you I I can see that it's working for you I don't quite understand it um but yeah I'm I'm in just like send me the details and I'll, I'll 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 do it whatever And yeah, it was a huge mindset shift for me and especially my husband, because you guys can imagine, you know, coming from agriculture, every, every dollar has to count, every, everything has to balance it, you know, the ROI has to be there. And, um, you know, 
he actually went through the compensation plan with me um, when I went through uh, the discovery process uh, within this platform that I use. And he was like fully cheesed off, which I think is hilarious because he's <laughs> like, wait, 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 hang on. So I bust my gut riding motorbiking around in 48 degrees, <laughs> crashing through prickles and, you know, cows pooing on me and everything like that. And you can make this kind of money doing what? Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, sign me up yesterday. Like this, and then he really, he really had a look at the compensation plan and like where it went and the, like the trajectory of the compensation plan. And he's like, did some mathematical genius think this up? Like this is, this is unbelievable. Ridiculous, (laughs) isn't it? Like, (laughs) yeah. And like, to be fair, at that point in my life, I'm, actively rejected anything that looked remotely financial or remotely anything to do with that looked like kind of mathematically difficult so I was just like oh cool like I'm glad you liked that (laughs) um and however I kind of realized like that had a lot to do with my money wounds at the time and my inability to sort of um sink deep and be worthy of that kind of money of looking at like 10k months as like a minimum I was like 10k months are you serious I don't even ever think I've had 10k in my bank account ever (laughs) so yeah it it was such um it it was such a beautiful thing to be able to take him on this discovery journey of this business model and to be to be like you know what playing by the rules has actually got me nowhere because I've played by the rules and where, where did it get me? It got me to where my husband is burnout. I never see him. You know, I, I succeeded, quote unquote, succeeded in my, my field, my role, you know, my hobby or whatever. And it's also got me nowhere. So I'm, I deserve to, uh, to, to look and look outside the box and think, well, just because it's not, done as a common thing doesn't mean it can't be done well and I'm like I I can kill it I can kill it at this <laughs> and honestly it it has been such an amazing journey it was it took a bit for me to get get there because I, there was a lot of involved in you know self-worth and you know am I can I do this and am I worth that kind of money and does this work and bloody bloody blah, blah but once Just I sort of like got out before of, as soon as you step yeah. forward into something all that shit starts coming up in your head and yeah <laughs> yeah 100 and you know the funniest thing is is that ever since the day that I started this business not once has that that feeling that resentment of like role and place and um feeling unsupported and unseen that has never come up for me again because I am so grounded in my role as a mom because I I am also succeeding outside of my role as a mom that I'm succeeding in my role as being a mom as in there's just so much peace because there's not that there's not that um oh I should be out doing working outside of the home you know I can actually really sit in and drop into my role and the crazy thing is is that I freaking love it 
I freaking love my life and being with my kids. And, and now since this is going to absolutely blow everybody's minds, but about 12 months ago, my husband got in a really serious car accident, completely outside of work and um, got hit by a bus and has had to stop work. And so can you imagine having your husband being the sole breadwinner mm. and then all of a sudden being hit by a bus? And not only when you live and work on cattle stations, you work on a cattle station, but you also live there. So that's your home. So when we lost our job, we lost our home as well. Mm. And if I didn't have this business model ticking away in the background, I can guarantee you 100% that I would have looked at this thing that had happened to us as like a tragedy. Yeah. You know, this this life-changing, I'm a victim to this thing that has happened to me. And I was like, hell, cool. This is just, who cares? I mean, we can handle this. And of course we can. We've Our life has just dramatically changed in the fact that we just got a little nudge from the, from the universe again like hey get out of your own way i'm i'm gonna take this this rug of security of the matrix out from underneath you you're you can do this you're completely on your own and you don't need that security of like a job and a house and the weekly wage you don't need it you you can and we don't we haven't we haven't needed it <laughs> love I, it. I love hearing yeah. these stories it's so cool yeah. Yeah, and so here we are. We've got our um, we bought a caravan, and I am proud to say that I actually bought the caravan. Not that my husband and I are like separate; we don't like keep tallies on who who earns what or whatever. But my my business, my affiliate marketing business, actually paid for us to go and pay cash for a ten k caravan. Sorry. Like that's not that's you don't take I don't take that stuff lightly. Um, coming from being raised by a single mom and you know all of this kind of stuff I kind of was raised in a lot of lack and so that's that's a huge deal for me and you know the funny thing is the more that we keep showing up in the world as like no I, I just deserve this I deserve to have fun I deserve to enjoy my life I deserve to enjoy the children that I have and not farm them off to somebody else to raise I deserve to like explore this land that I live in because I was born here and I can yeah you know, the more that I keep showing up like that the more the universe just like completely and utterly has my back and not only that the more people come to me for can they say I want this life I've seen you I've seen you from they followed me from the you know the barefoot mum in the kitchen making smoko for you know 50 ringers and nobody giving me a thanks to now taking my family around Australia and we're doing whatever the heck we want whenever the heck we want and they followed me that whole way the people on my socials and I don't take that lightly because Mm. I I know that I know that there are so many people that are definitely in the trenches as I was not that long ago. And they look to me to go, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And 
you know, I don't have this like big glamorous kind of um, luxe life where I'm not like private jetting everywhere every week, but I have the kind of richness that a lot of people do want. You know, I have, I get to wake up whenever the heck I want with my three kids, like sitting on my head and (laughs) like just clambering all over me. And, you know, today we thought we were going to go to going caving, except then uh, there was heaps of kids at school kids and they shut the caves. And I was like, who cares? It doesn't matter. We can stay another day. We can do, we can do something else. And to have that kind of choice and my husband was joking. He was like, you do realize that in my old job to get more than three days off in a row was unheard of. Mm -hmm. You know, it was absolutely unheard of. It was in agriculture. Anybody will know, you know, your days off have to be like two days here, one day here, two days there. And then it's set times a year (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yep. exactly you know and and he's just like I feel naughty <laughs> I feel naughty that like I, I'm 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 just living my life however I want I thought it's so crazy that we've been conditioned that living our life with our kids that we actually gave birth to and we when we're raising and we're just you know exploring the country that we live in is seen as like seen as naughty, naughty. It's seen as yeah the the unnorm yeah isn't it? I know <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it's just this whole continual cycle of just unlearning unlearning more of that conditioning around what does earning look like what does you know abundance look like what does relaxing look like what does connecting with your family look like just completely just challenging those every single day and they're not things that you we typically when you're in that normal groundhog day cycle that's societally normal that they're not things that we give ourselves the time to question are they and so so many of us so many people listening to this that would never have even pondered those kind of questions uh, let alone thought about what the answer might look like you don't have time to, and actually it's it's too confronting to ask yourself those questions because you know you can't answer them like truthfully or like authentically. You you definitely know that if you start asking those questions, you're going to be ripping the Band-Aid off or opening a can of worms that you can't put the lid back on. And your brain just so, starts to tell you, well, that's just not practically possible. You can't do that yeah. around your job. You can't do that because you live here. You can't do that because of this. You can't do that because of that. And then we start to listen to that and we go, yeah, okay, brain, you're right. And we yeah, the idea back in the box and we just get back on with our Groundhog Day life. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so crazy. I was having this exact same conversation with my sister-in-law. She said, oh, I was just staying at Byron Bay recently. She said, I went to the beach and it was like, a weekday and she said there's all these people just laying on the beach and I'm like what are you doing here like go and get a job and I and I thought to myself oh mate that would have been me not that long ago Mm. thinking how dare you just be existing (laughs) in the world how it's so audacious of you to just be (laughs) existing in the universe that you were born into (laughs) and not be not be using your life to be making money for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. You know, and I thought, wow, that wouldn't have, I would have had exactly the same. And now I look at people sitting on the beach 
who include myself at two o'clock on a Tuesday and I'm like oh man I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you what's the time like well I know I know your story but for those listening in what what is the time difference between those two mindsets for you like we're not talking 15 20 years are we it's no, it is it is going to be exactly two years. Uh, no, it was two years last week. So two years from me saying, yep, I don't know anything about affiliate marketing. I don't know what the business model is and I really don't know anything and I'm scared to death to today. Like completely owning it, crushing it, having choice and, you know, freedom to live my life is two years in that ridiculous. and and in that time raising two children and giving birth to a third mm. it just I think we're in this we're in this society where you know because people um people are always saying to me like every few weeks or oh, has business going has business going has business going like it's like this instant gratification thing isn't it like yeah. but like and and two years can seem like a really freaking long time but when you think in the whole span of our life's existence like two years to go from stressed out resentful burnt out lost no purpose no fulfillment no time to spend with your husband to where you are now like yeah freaking incredible it's like yeah, it's completely feel, yeah. utterly like unexplainably life changing, isn't it? Yeah, and not only that, like in in that space of growing my business now, where like I'm getting passive income from my business. Not only that, but I I had so many life upgrades to do. I had so many mindset mindset shifts to do. I had you know like most of it was was my stuff. You know, most of it was the baggage that I carried around that I had to let go of, you know, all of the shame, all of the conditioning, all of the good girl, all all of the like, you know, you said you would go to uni and get a job kind of all of that was, was, was mainly what the last two years has been unlearning. Yeah. The business takes care of itself. It's, it's actually, it's actually the way I show up that has had to have been the biggest shifts and the funny thing is that the the more work that I do on myself the more money I make <laughs> and it's it, it it just blows my mind you know every single time and my husband is the same my husband now works in our business as well and he it's funny because I feel like I've done two years worth of legwork to get our business to where it is and he just kind of walks in like oh this is awesome and I'll like babe I start on this foundation that you've laid. Yes, <laughs> literally, literally. I like babe. So while you are like out there, you know, busting your gut with the cows and then getting hit by a bus and you know all this kind of stuff, I've been doing the shit, mate. <laughs> you just can't walk in it. No, no. I'm like a hundred percent grateful every single day for him going. Oh, you know what? I'm also a hundred percent grateful for him and me two years ago for not even contemplating what the next two years was going to throw at us Mm. but having a backstop not even a backstop it's like a front stop having a side hustle a main hustle in the background not even contemplating what those next two years was going to look like but Mm. I'm so thankful that we started it because imagine if I was in the beginning of the trenches of it now whilst juggling you know all this craziness that we've gone through over the last few months. 
um yeah I could I don't know what it was that me foresaw what I needed but I'm so grateful that I did that that's what I'm finding is such a consistent theme like I feel it in myself I notice it in myself I notice it in in our entire team and all of these conversations that I'm having with everybody like it's this kind of unexplainable knowing this like inner conviction this like this like feel this pull I don't know I don't don't even have the full words to articulate it but you like I just knew like I knew come hell or high water whoever the hell supported me or didn't support me like it did not matter like I knew and I had all that shit come up in my head as well and I still do and that's what I absolutely love about this as an opportunity because yeah, we get we get the money. Like you said, the more um the more you grow and the more you challenge yourself, the more money you actually make. But the better yeah. mom you become, the better wife yeah. you become, the more loving and fulfilling your relationship is, the more at peace you are, the more satisfied and fulfilled and happy and joyful. And like all of that comes with it as well, doesn't it? Yes. What other what job does that? I know. Or the better sex you have. Yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> it does. It impacts every part of your life. And the funny thing is, is that um, in no other business model do you get paid to improve your own life. Mm. Like in no other business model. It's usually the other way. The more you deplete your life and like devote your time and your energy to something else, the more money you get given. This is the opposite. It's like the more you devote to your life to like to like improving your own life, the more money you make. Yeah. So, like that's how it should be. Totally. But we just so not yeah. conditioned to that, are we? No. <laughs> what We're would not. your advice be then? There's someone listening to this who is starting to feel that little bubble of excitement and maybe doesn't even know what it is, but are feeling like those butterflies in their stomach. What would your advice be to that person right now? And all those voices that are going to pop up in their head. Yeah. Oh, my my advice is you know you know you've got it you know you know you have it inside of you because you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast or you wouldn't even be having those bubbles if you didn't have the thing that you needed to do this and my advice is that you don't have to do it alone you don't have you don't have to do it um unsupported you know so so much support Mm. unbelievable amounts of support because it's 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 a different paradigm of earning and it's a different paradigm of of being where other people around you actually want you to succeed it's not this it's not this weird like old boys club where everyone holds their cards close to their chest and they don't want to share it because they don't want other people to like steal their ideas no 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 it's it's not that it's everybody wants you to succeed because a rising tide lifts all ships so we're like as soon as we see somebody coming like in the distance, we're like over here, like, yeah, come on, like, come on, come on, <laughs> this is what we need to be. And the the more that collectively our community succeeds, the more we raise the vibration of humanity together. You know, there's nothing better than seeing people out there, good people with money in their hands that can do good things within our community. And think of that we change the fabric of our community. So it's actually only better for all of us for more of us to get linked into this way of earning to this way of thinking to this way of being so we we want we want 
more like-minded people in this community doing these things. So when you're coming, you're coming to a group of people with their arms open wide saying, you're going to succeed. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to succeed. You just, we're going to, we're not going to let you fail. You know, exactly. we're going <laughs> to, we're going to push you and we're going to lift you and we're going to teach you. So come in, do it scared, but do it knowing that you are hundred percent supported and we want, we want to see you get the exact results that we have as well. So my advice is come, come on. Oh, what come. are you waiting for? I'm joining us. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, to- I totally, um, totally resonate with that as well. Like, you know, everybody has each other's back and it's not this like false, like every day is positive and, and no. all that kind of shit. Like, like we, we are real people living real lives, like with real kids going through real shit. And we have arguments yeah. with our husbands and we have arguments with our parents and we have shit that happens and stuff that comes up and all that kind of thing. And to have a community of people who get it, who are on the same wavelength, who who are working toward the same the same things but incredibly different things like like you said we're saying earlier like richness and abundance and success looks completely different to you to what it does to somebody else and and that's perfectly fine so everyone's destination is different yet everyone's mindset and 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 values I think are quite similar and so when you're in a funk and when you're having a shit time to know that you've got people like that that can wrap their arms around you and give you this like safety net to kind of nurture you, let you sit in what you need to sit in and then kick you up the butt to get moving again. You know, this kind of like loving toughness, (laughs) I think is just so phenomenal. That's been a really massive thing for me. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And you know, uh, that has actually been probably the biggest magic of this business model is that um, I guess, for the way that it's set up, everybody knows that that the biggest killer for most people is feeling like a failure and feeling like they're unsupported and feeling lonely to the fact that they just go, oh, you know what, it's all too hard. And they fall back onto their own stories of, you know, I'm not worth it and this doesn't work and all that kind of stuff. So the way that this is set up, it's kind of set up so that like falling falling out of support is kind of impossible, Yeah, you know, uh, because they realise that, the business model is successful the more that people feel supported and the more that people are kind of called forward out of their BS and the more that they can turn around and find somebody to help them no matter what. So it's actually set up that way because it makes good business sense. Not only does it make good business sense, it makes great community sense. And uh, finally somebody's realised that, that, that mining people's, mining people's um, energy and time actually doesn't work and it isn't good for humanity and maybe doing the opposite is yes I love that I love that and I think it's a really awesome place to leave it um and and have that thought resting in people's minds you know like yeah. what if what if the answer to the the problems or the challenges or whatever that you're sitting in right now is to do the complete opposite um and totally. just just completely flip turn the societal norms of what we should be doing and and what success looks like and what earning looks like and what living life looks like quite frankly definitely yeah, yeah. definitely thank love you it. I have appreciated chatting with you so much it's always such such a lovely chat to uh 
to have with you. It's been so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. And if it's all right with you, I'll put all your contact details in the show notes of this episode. So anyone who wants to follow along with your journey and your travels and yeah. your musings and your growth can do so. And um, yeah, that'll be, um, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much again. It's been a really fun chat. You're welcome. How good was that? My God, I freaking love this job. I love recording these conversations and hearing the journeys that people have gone through when they rid themselves of the perceived normal way of doing things. You know, I really resonate with um, Britt's story about you know, reaching the reaching the success, reaching that the top of the mountain that we thought we were climbing, that we thought like when we got there at that point we would feel happy, we would feel accomplished, we would feel like we'd made it. Yet when she got to the top of that mountain, not only did she not feel that, but she actually felt even more depleted and more burnt out and more resentful and more frustrated because I guess all that time and effort that we put into striving for that goal, you know, on reflection, you're like, well, shit, well, what else, what could I have been putting that energy into? And that's something that I can personally relate to as well. And, and for a really long time, I tied my happiness and my fulfillment and my feeling of success to physical things, to um, job positions, to salary levels, to types of car, to houses, to areas that we lived in. And over the years, like the years of my sort of personal development journey, I've realized that it's not, it's not the physical things at all. You know, it's, it's inside our head. Like Brittany said, like it's, it's like 80% in our heads it's our mindset, it's how we think about things, it's how we choose to view things. That's where our peace comes from, that's where our balance comes from, that's where our sense of satisfaction, of, of fulfillment, of love, of joy and all that stuff. Like It comes from within and no amount of money, no job, no car, no fancy resorts on holidays, no um, lavish out there lifestyle is going to give us that inner feeling of of happiness, of fulfillment, of contentment, where we have to stop looking for that next shiny thing to to, you know, tide us over for a few more months, you know, like it's it's that inner journey. And that's what I love so much about um Enagic and the Freedom Era and the, the business model that we choose to operate because not only do we do we get taught and do we teach uh, and support the strategy, like that's just the, the, the small part, that's the easy part, but all of the mindset work, all of the access to um, these massive successful coaches, life coaches, mindset coaches, all of that stuff is available to us as well and so we're getting all of this personal development of this sort of inner peace work getting over our own bullshit like that is all part of it like so many of the conversations I've had recently with people have stopped because the person hasn't felt like they're worthy you know they've tried something like this before and it hasn't worked out in the past therefore this isn't going to work out and um you know this story and that story and that bit of bullshit and and that bit of bullshit like this is my invitation to you um if you're one of those people or if you are listening to this for the first time 
ignore that shit. Ignore those voices. Ignore your self-perceived limitations, exactly like what Britt said in this, and just trust that we as a community have your back. This as a business model has your back. The universe has your freaking back when you actually release yourself from your own expectations and from your own limitations. When you actually let go, when you say, you know what, I actually don't give a fuck. Like I really don't understand what this is. I don't have all of the information. I don't have all of the answers, but there's something I feel like I keep getting pulled to this. There's something. Freaking trust that. Trust that. And then everything that comes up along the way, because I'm not going to lie to you, stuff will come up. You will feel not worthy. You will feel not good enough. You will doubt yourself. You will think, holy fuck, that was a big investment. Maybe I should have spent it on something else. You will think, you will worry about what your partner, your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, your neighbor's dog, you will, all of their thoughts or your perceived notions of their thoughts is going to come up and it's going to haunt you. And Each one of those things is not something to stop you. Each one of those things is an opportunity for you to go, you know what, I've got this. And you face it and you get over it and you take a step forward and you keep growing and you keep growing and you keep attracting people to you. And like Britt said, the more work you do, the more money you make because the truer you get to your authentic self and how you actually want to be living rather than living this life of you know, what they call it, quiet desperation, because we're just doing what we think we should be doing. Fuck the shoulds. Let's do what we want to be doing. Can you imagine a society of people living life doing what they want to do rather than what they feel they should do? I just, yeah, I I am not going to stop talking about this. I am not going to stop sharing this message because I know that every single one of these episodes that goes out, I know every single one of these conversations that goes out, the person that needs to hear it is going to hear it. And that might not be you, but there might be someone in your network, in your friends, in your family that you think, oh my God, this is this is what they need to hear right now. And if that's the case, share it, share it with them and let's spread this message because Life is too freaking short. You know, Britt's husband got hit by a bus and, you know, like it clearly wasn't his time then. It was just the steps the universe had to go to to really shake them out of where they were. So let's not get to the point of being hit by a bus. Take this podcast, take this conversation as your metaphorical being hit by a bus and have this be your turning point. Have this be the thing that makes you go, you know what, maybe there is another way. Maybe I could look at doing something else. Maybe I could look at doing something different. That is my invitation to you from listening to this conversation. And if that is something that you're like, hell yeah, okay, let's do it. Just DM me, just DM me, Brit. That's all you have to type, um, Brit. And, and I will look after you from there. I will take care of you. I will send you some information. I will give you everything that you need to know to explore this as an opportunity. And um, I'll be there holding your hand along the way. And we will start 2024 with a freaking bang and get you living that life that you want to be living rather than one than you feel that you feel you should be. So as I shared at the end of that conversation, all of Britt's contact details are going to be in the show notes to the episode. And yeah, if this has been your nudge, if this has been your hit by a bus moment, send me a, send me a message, masterclass Brit, and I will send you all the information. 
Alrighty, I will be back in your ears very, very soon. And until then, bye-bye.